Welcome to This Week from Their Principal's Desk, a podcast about Lutheran schools and their leadership. This podcast is hosted by two Lutheran school leaders. My name is Rob Lunak, and I'm the superintendent of Lutheran Neighborhood Schools in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. My name is Mike Scheman, and I'm principal at Bethany Lutheran School in Parma, Ohio. And uh, today, Rob and I are going to talk about uh, a kind of a fun topic, but also a very stressful topic. As principals or leaders in Lutheran schools, decision-making is something that we we have to consider on a lot of levels. I mean, there's the big decisions you have to make from hiring and, and evaluating and budget and all those kinds of things. But then there's also the day-to-day decisions. And sometimes, Rob, I don't know how you feel about this, but I think sometimes those are even more stressful. As a decision-maker, I tend to be a processor. I like to take time, and really think about various outcomes of decisions. But we don't always have that luxury. And Rob and I are going to talk about a topic today where you don't have luxury in time in making a decision, but it's going to be a decision that impacts a whole lot of people. Now, just to give you the clue for where we're going with this, it's a beautiful sunny day here in Cleveland, Ohio. Um, it is November 30th and about 45 degrees with a high of 55. It's fantastic. Kids are going to love being outside. Two days ago, that was not the case. We were down uh, below zero and within a couple hours, six inches of snow fell. And we, we of course, had a wonderful, wonderful time in the snow, but it didn't start that way. <laughs> We're going to talk about snow days. How do you um, manage this with your school community? How do you decide on whether or not you should make a call? And just what are the impacts of having snow days uh, within your school calendar? So I don't know what it's like where you are, Rob, right now. Are you, are you battling any of the white stuff? Uh, no, no snow. It's 36 here today. And we, we actually got like three inches of snow on Halloween of all days, believe it or not. And we got about an inch over maybe Thanksgiving Sunday. We got about an inch, inch or two. But luckily, we haven't had any snow days yet. And it's one of those things where, as a kid, I loved snow days. There was nothing better than getting up. There's snow on the ground. It's still snowing. You turn on the news, and you just look at the bottom for your school's name. And then sometimes you see it, and it's great, and you go – get on all your snow stuff and you go play outside and sometimes you don't see it and you go, okay, well, I guess I still got school today. Well, as a principal, you're the one making that decision and there's none of that fun in it (laughs) at all. Even after the fact, I have such a hard time making that decision and then going to do anything else during my day where I'm not thinking about, okay, was this the right call? Was this not the right call? Every once in a while, you'll get like a foot of snow and you absolutely know it was the right decision. And every once in a while, you'll call and maybe it doesn't even snow. <laughs> that is that is happened before. I think we're going to talk about that. We are. What we want to talk about today <laughs> is why this is such a difficult decision, ways to make it a little easier, and then Mike and I are going to share some stories about our history here making snow day calls. Yeah, exactly. Well, and part of it is it's it's a call that you do need to make quick, and the the other piece is it's a call that needs to be communicated effectively because i i can tell you having called a lot of snow days or or any kind of you know school closure days that inevitably you're going to have a family show up that said i didn't know about this well here at bethany we use remind.com the remind app for uh texting out things but the families know then I'm only going to use that if I'm texting out something urgent. And so that would be something we we communicate through the Remind app. I send out an email. We do a Facebook post. And then we're on Fox 8 News. It's like watching sports tickers, right, for the draft of who got drafted. The kids are just dying to see if their school name is going to come up along the bottom there. 
Um, but we let parents know this is how we communicate those. Now, inevitably, on the snow day itself, I'll get alerts that, hey, 12 new parents just joined your text group. <laughs> hey, that's good. They're probably the ones that showed up in their cars and realized that there wasn't school. Uh, but communicating that to parents and to your teachers is really important. The other piece is making it's hard is making the call early. Now, sometimes I'll get up really early if it's an anticipated snow day and I'll go for a drive myself and just test out the roads or see. Um, I rely on my public school system around me, too, because they, their bus drivers are out doing those kinds of tests. But in my area, the weather is really regional. So the other day, Cleveland Metropolitan School District called a snow day and we are only five minutes up the road from their boundary and Parma, where we are, did not. So that's the tension of then. Should we have followed Parma and stayed open? Should we have followed Cleveland and stayed closed? Um, we closed. Part of it, too, is it's tough when you have your own kids. They're like, Dad, Dad, call a snow day. We don't want to go to school. We want to play in the snow. Um, it's, you know, family pressures. But uh, it, it really is something that you need to have, have a procedure around to protect yourself and say, I know if this happens, this is what I'm going to do. It's not always that cut and dry. What do you think? Bro? No, it's definitely not that cut and dry, but I, I'll do the same thing. I will get in my car and drive around in the morning. I'm up at three, four and five o'clock on days when there's snow in the forecast. And I check Google maps and then I get in my car. If there's any on the road, check what other schools are doing, look around in the area, but you're right. It's one of those things that it, the decision has to be made quickly and it has to be made well. And we would always do kind of a dry run snow day, right? So it'd be September, we'd send out, here's our snow day stuff. And then you'd text everybody, this is just a test. It's a snow day. And it's like 90 degrees outside, it's September, right? But you get it out there. So, you know, did you get the test alert on the snow day? And sometimes you make it fun and put some other fun little Easter eggs in there for parents. So, you know, they want to look at it and find it. But then you can test that those systems work before you need them. There's nothing worse and going through your phone tree, and then you get a call from somebody, hey, I'm at school, where is everybody? And it's a teacher, and you're like, you weren't on the updated phone tree, <laughs> oh no. So you definitely wanna practice all of that ahead of time, kind of like the way you do fire drill, tornado drill, lockdown, any of those things. It's another thing you need to practice, and you wanna practice it at least once before you actually need it. Now let's go through a little bit of the, the leading up to a snow day and the right before you call a snow day. So it's always in the forecast a day or two ahead of time. Usually every once in a while, if you live near a big body of water, you can get some freak lake effect snow that does happen occasionally. But for the most part, this is something we have a lot of lead time on and the news loves to get people to watch the news. So they always talk, oh, it's going to be this big storm and they name it and it's this big thing and people are talking about it and talking about it. And then the night before shows up and principals start texting and calling each other. What are you going to do? I don't know. What are you going to do? Well, it hasn't started snowing yet. I don't know. What's a public school to do? I, I don't know. That's we're, we're not sure. I'll tell a story. My first year in Janesville, I actually lived in the, the parsonage. I guess it's the teacherage when I was living in it, but the house next to the school that the church owned. And they were calling for a lot of snow. And so 5 a.m. the day of, it hadn't snowed yet, but it had kind of like missed it. So I went outside and my driveway was like a sheet of ice. I'm like, okay, no school today. And so I got on and called everybody. I'm like, hey, the roads are going to be crazy. Everything is icy. We're not going anywhere today. And maybe they'll get it cleaned up by noon, maybe, but it'll be too late to have school. So school's closed, daycare's closed, have the day off. I was the only one to make that call because the public school didn't close. 
because they were waiting on a different public school to close. Now, here's the kicker. The public school they were waiting on to make a decision didn't have school that day. So you're never going to see X public school has a snow day because they weren't open at all. And this was a planned not open on their calendar. And so 10 o'clock rolls around. Roads have only gotten worse. The public school buses had to cancel their routes and like, we can't get all the kids. It's 10 o'clock. We haven't even gotten everybody. We're not picking up any more kids. They made the news. It was terrible. I looked like the smartest man in the world, all because I walked outside and like got on the roads and tested them out and made the decision, hey, we're going to have a snow day. Now, I know I sound like the smartest principal in the world in that story. We'll get to one where I definitely made a little bit of a, a less wise decision. That's kind of the, the nature of the snow day thing, but there's a lot of lead up going into it. And we do get up and we test the roads and we look around and we see what other people are doing. The takeaway there is do not always rely on your local public school. You need to make that decision sometimes on your own based on the conditions you see, based on what you're hearing from parents or other teachers. If five of your teachers say, hey, I'm snowed in, I can't get out of my driveway, and your local public school is still open, well, you're not going to be able to do what your local public school does a lot of the time. Mike, what's your experience with this? Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think uh, we, we say that we do our best to follow along with the public school district, but I, I also there's no policy that says we will do what they do. Uh, because, you know, our, our demographics, our families are different, where a lot of the kids in the public system rely on the buses. In our Lutheran school, most of them are driven here, like 95% of our kids get a ride to school. And so I am looking at the safety of the parents. Now, I've, I've kind of done two things. It depends on my assessment of the roads. Sometimes I'll, I'll stay open and say, do what you think is best for you and your family. All absences are excused today. I'm not going to unexcuse something. So if you don't feel that you can make it, don't. Um, teachers kind of hate that because then you're going to get half the kids that come. And what are we doing? Are we babysitting? Are we just showing a movie for the day? That's not productive education. And if they do any lessons, then the kids that are excused are, are going to miss those things. So, I mean, that, that's kind of a catch 22 in that one. Um I've also just said, you know, because of who we are, we are going to close for the day. I know the public system is not closed, but we're different than they are. And we're making the decision that I feel is best for us. Um, it's a decision that will be criticized. You're going to have parents, if you don't make the call, that are going to say, you should have called a snow day. And if you do make the call, those that are going to say, but, you know, what am I supposed to do with my kids? I work. I have all these other obligations and I can't have my kids home with me. And uh, yeah, I, I like to smile at them and then find more pleasant words than this to say, I'm sorry, that's just not my problem. Um, typically, our families are widely connected because we always talk about our Lutheran schools are a family, we're a community. And what I've seen in every school that I've been a part of is on those days, the parents that really struggle with childcare or really need to work, they're going to contact other parents and they're going to form little groups. And and it's it's always worked that way. And so, well, yeah, there could be some disappointment about the fact that school got closed, parents step up and help one another. And, and I really like seeing that. Now, I did have a scenario telling a little story here, too, where uh, before I was here in Ohio, I was principal out in Portland, Oregon, and eat snow out there. I mean, the I, concept of snow just freaks them out. And if any of my Oregon friends are listening, they're going to relate to this really well. We had a day where they were saying, it will snow tomorrow. It is going to happen. It is going to be the craziest snow day. I mean, what was it, a snow bomb or polar Arctic breeze or whatever they're calling it now. And so the schools at five o'clock uh, in the afternoon said, we are closed tomorrow. 
And so public or the private schools around us are going, well, if you're closing, okay, we'll close too. And then uh, the wind blew the other way throughout the night. And the next morning, it was a beautiful day. And that entire day, we didn't get a flake of snow. In fact, I took my, I vividly remember, I took my kids to the zoo because it was beautiful. It was sunny. And I'm like, we're going for a walk. And it was the craziest thing out there. Just the idea of snow freaked them out. But the, we've talked about safety before. And I think for me, it is important to make a decision that you feel is going to be safe. You're not liable for anything that happens if a family tries to come to school and heaven forbid they're on an icy road and get in a car accident. I mean, that that's not um, something that's going to come back on you. But at the same time, I do want my families to be safe. And I do want to make decisions that show a, a care and concern for them. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, Rob, hopefully not, where you've had an incident or something like that. But what's what's your take on snow days and safety and principal's responsibility? Yeah, you're your priority is the safety of the people that are in your charge, right? That you serve. And sometimes that means making those decisions and not everyone's going to like them. I remember when I was back in Janesville, I was principal slash daycare director for some of those years. And we had ice in the forecast. So snowing all day and they're like, Hey, it's going to turn to ice around four o'clock. Daycare is open till six. So I made the decision, Hey, called it at noon. Daycare's closed at three. Please pick up your kids when you pick up your other kids. Sorry for the short notice, roads are going to get bad. I had a parent find me in the hallway at dismissal. What state do we live in? Wisconsin? Oh, it's not South Carolina? So we can drive in the snow? Like, uh, I'm just trying to make the safe decision. I'm sorry, it's inconvenient for you, right? And But you will get some parents that are like that, that are just really, really hot because they don't like the decision you made. And But you're going to get that both ways. You're going to get that if you call it. You're going to get that if you don't call it. I still remember one day. So the harder part about snow days, there's no snowfall amount that people will call at it. There's no like, Hey, once we hit five inches of snow, we have no school. Hey, once the roads are like this, we have no school. There's no real set guidelines. Everyone says they have them, but so much of it depends on conditions at the time. There's so many variables involved. One area of town can have a lot of snow. One area cannot. And what do you do? How do you make that decision? Where we lived in Janesville, our neighborhood did not get plowed till three in the afternoon, no matter how much snow we got. We did not see a snow plow till three or four in the afternoon. So there I am at 630. We had five inches of snow. I'm shoveling out my driveway. Okay. Cause I'm like, no one else is called. We're going to school. I shovel out my driveway. I get in my car. I get into the road and I am stuck at the bottom of my driveway. I can't make it anywhere else down my street because no one has plowed and I will not see a plow for the next seven hours, nine hours. And so I'm like, okay, fine, no school. I get on, hey, we're not having any school today. Principal can't get out of his driveway, sorry. And I had parents like, oh, I'm so glad you did that. Other places were still open and I don't know why they were. And then of course I had the parents, well, I have four wheel drive. That's great, I have a Ford Focus, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. But you gotta take some of that and you gotta make the best decision you can with the information you have and then Put on your flak jacket and your helmet and get some thick skin for the day that follows because not everybody is going to agree with that decision. That goes for all of your decisions as principal. Not everyone's going to like all of them, but this one in particular because there are so many unique experiences people have. Well, my neighborhood's fine. Well, I don't have trouble driving in the snow. Well, I remember. Well, this school is still open. And it's just one of the hardest decisions you can make because it gets compared instantly to everybody else around you. Yeah, exactly. Now, one other facet I wanted to touch on here, Rob, is that um, 
when we, there, there was one year, I remember in going back to Oregon days again, where we did have crazy amount of snow. I think it was like 2017, 2018. And we actually called 11 snow days that year, which was unheard of. Nothing like that had ever happened in our area. And, and it certainly hasn't happened since. Um, but during that time, we had parents and we had some of the staff that were saying, um, don't we have the technology where we could do remote learning days? So let's, the kids had their Chromebooks, everybody had Wi-Fi, all that good stuff. And we could have the teachers jump on and teach lessons. And so a snow day could actually be turned into a school day. Now, I was very clear on my own position on this particular one. And that was a weird year with 11. So I'm going to discount that year. Look at a different year where you have two, maybe three snow days. Uh, people would say to me, should we be turning those into online learning days? Now I'm going to share my opinion here. My opinion was absolutely not. Um, I feel like uh, as far as the online learning days, that gives the teachers another a whole new realm of work to do. Now, post COVID, It'd be so simple. Everybody is equipped to do something like that. But I also think that snow days for me, I remember them when I was a kid. It's it, They're memory makers. They're things where you look forward to it. And the kids, I would never assume that if it's a beautiful snowy day outside, that the kids are going to say, I would like to do a math worksheet rather than run outside and build a snow fort. I think we need to let kids be kids. And so my decision has always been, no, we would not convert a snow day into an online learning day um, because teachers are also trying to take care of, I know for me, I got to take care of my own house when it's a, snow, a lot of snow like that. You know, I'm out doing the driveway. I'm out doing things that, um, that I need to vocationally be a, a husband and a dad first. I got to take care of, of my own home. So I want to give teachers that, that same opportunity. So what's your take on that, Rob? Even if your opinion differs from mine, I'd love to hear it. Um, what do you think? Should we be converting snow days to online learning days? Yeah, snow days are special. And it's one of those things that we have fond memories of as adults. And my rule was the first two are just snow days. We have days built in. We build in three days in our calendar anyway. So the first two are freebies. Go enjoy the snow. Go have fun. After that, we start doing virtual days because we have a minimum hours requirement here in Wisconsin and we got to make up any days. So we have days built in our calendar to help with some of that. But after you use them up, you got to start adding days on to the end of the year. So those first two, they're freebies. After that, we keep one in reserve. So we'll do a virtual day so we can keep that one in case we have ice or power outage or the Kansas City Royals win the World Series. You're safe there. I, well, I, I say that because when I was in Kansas City, the Royals won the World Series and the principal pulls me into his office. He's like, hey, the parade's tomorrow. It's like a Tuesday, right? We're still having school, by the way. And I'm like, okay, great. An hour later, we're not having school. Every other school in the city's closed. We're having a snow day so everyone can go to the parade. So you want to keep one in reserve just in case, but definitely let the kids have a little bit of fun with the snow day. There's there's something special about that because I, I keep back, there's a, a Simpsons episode where like Bart has homework and he didn't do it. And so he stays up all night trying to get it done. And then there's a snow day the next day. And he's like, oh, this is the best thing ever, but he can't go out and enjoy it because he's still got schoolwork to do. And that's kind of what it is. If you make that very first one, hey, you have work online, this virtual, that, I don't know, it just doesn't sound fun. Plus you're gonna run into all the same issues that you 
we had earlier when you're open and like half the kids can't make it. Not every kid's going to get online. Not every parent's going to be able to have their kid. Some of the kids are watching their younger siblings. You're going to run into all those same issues. So let them have a snow day. Just let them, let them do it. And you know what? Say, say, well, Rob says so. Your parents won't know anything about what that means, but you can definitely <laughs> throw my name out there. That's exactly. We're going to make a bracelet. Rob told me. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Rob said to do it. Yeah. Actually, one of the things that we started doing, we have a minimum hour requirement here in Ohio too. Um, but when I send out the school calendar to parents, I actually write on the bottom, uh, we have this many uh, snow days. I think we call them uh, closure days built into the calendar. So the parents know that if we're creeping up on seven for us, um, we're going to have to take a look at that. Now, the options that you can have on the table and we've, i've had to address some of these options before my 11 snow day year we had to address these options of we can extend the day by 10 minutes and instead of dismissing at three we dismiss at 310 for the rest of the year you could you know flex that way a little bit we also decided that uh, that particular year we had a couple of prof professional development days ready to go in the calendar we wiped them off and we just said you know what we're going to turn those into into school days because the staff, and I fully agreed with them, said we do not want to add those on at the end of the school year because the kids are already done. And so we creatively looked for other options and we were able to make up that time and did not have to extend the school year. So there's ways to do that. There's ways around it. I think for me, a lot of it is just what drives meaningful learning for the kids and what gives them the opportunity to, to have best academic standards there. So something to consider, something to think about. Uh, you should probably have an idea of how you want to answer that question. Now, if you are somebody living in Florida, Texas, Arizona, who is listening to our podcast, you're probably laughing at this whole thing. Um, but I, I would imagine you get heat days or things like that. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, in inclement weather, we could call it that. So hopefully the thoughts that we've been sharing still resonate with with you wherever you might be listening to this podcast. Yeah, it's definitely a little bit of a, a Midwest slash Canadian centric view right now because it's it totally where we're at. And the, I'm wearing a sweater with snowflakes on it today. I don't know. This is it's what we're thinking of right now, because that's definitely something that that as principals here we need to think about. But yes, other places will have rain days or hurricane days or or whatever. There are times when you'll need to to cancel school and you just got to be prepared for those. So hopefully this has been helpful and it's given you a little bit of information and a funny story or two. If you have questions about any of this, Mike and I are always happy to talk to you. Let us know. You can definitely call or email us if you have questions on what to do. And your your district is also a great resource. You're at exec. Hey, what should I do if weather's like this? Especially if you're new and you don't have any of that information. Or even if you have a principal's meeting, ask them. They've all they all have their stories too, right? Mike and I have ours. Everyone's got their story when it calls when it comes to a, a school closing of some kind. Yeah, and write some of them down. Some of my stories are hilarious. I could tell you some crazy reasons why I've had to close schools in the past, and uh, you know, some of them are it's it's routine. You're like, yeah, it was just a snow day. But other times, you know, those are memories you're going to want to cherish as well. So. So with that being said, I think that might be a good spot to close us off on this particular topic. And uh, if it's all right, Rob, I'll just end us off with prayer. Perfect. Heavenly Father, thank you for the gifts that you give to us. Uh, Lord, we thank you for this beautiful earth that you've created and that you've given us to, uh, to, to live in and to experience all the joys and wonders that come along with it. Um, Lord, we, we don't know what we face each day. We don't know 
really what's going to happen. The weatherman is uh, 90% wrong and still has a job, but we continue to thank you that you bless us and that you give us the wisdom to take care of the people that you've placed in our path. Uh, Lord, I pray that you'd be with uh, all the schools right now as they go through each and every day, especially in this season where there are crazy decisions that need to be made quickly, that you would bless principals with confidence and with wisdom, and that you would bless parents with understanding as certain things need to take place. Lord, we continue to look to you for all things, and we are thankful that you take care of us. Just as you take care of the, the birds of the air, even in the wintertime, you have us firmly in the palm of your hand. So thank you for the ways that you love us as we love others in Jesus' name. Amen. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of From the Principal's Desk. If you found it helpful, please share it with someone else that can help. If you found it entertaining, please leave a rating or a review. And if you want to hear more episodes like this, subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a good week.